Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak. I'm your host, Elena Fox Starks. Hey guys, I am okay. <laughs> in spite of the fact that we are in riots, day two, the entire nation of Ecuador has been shut down. All of the flights going out of Ecuador and coming to Ecuador at least I think the ones coming to Ecuador, but definitely the flights going out have stopped. Taxis are still not running, neither are buses. All the roads to and from all of the cities have been blockaded still. The president of Ecuador has called it a state of emergency, which suspends the people's rights and puts the military in place and in charge. I luckily have not seen any military people here, at least not where I live. It's been very quiet all day. In fact, the traffic is halved. <laughs> it's halved because there's so many taxis on the road usually. Um, I don't know what to say about this other than, you know, the presence making some very, very tough and bold changes to turn the economy around. I agree with his changes, but I also, my heart goes out to all the people that are going to suffer as a result of this. So, of course, I'm torn. He's got to give something back to the people, and I don't know what he's going to do to make things okay for the people. But for 40 years, I found out there have been subsidies of all of like, you know, the gas and the electric and gasoline, you know, so not only natural gas, but petroleum as well. And um, some of the numbers I gave out yesterday, to, it was from a local article, and I'm looking at the New York Times, and they have other numbers, so I honestly don't know what the truth is. I would maybe tend to believe a local article written by an Ecuadorian over somebody in at the New York Times but said that the IMF was giving Ecuador 4.2 billion. You know, I heard it was, you know, around 10 billion over the next 10 years. So I don't know, honestly, I don't know what it is, but I do know that this is making people pretty tense, pretty upset. There was an Irishman who lives in Quito and he's, taking a bunch of footage of the riots. He was out in Quito yesterday, and it was pretty scary. In fact, it was right where my son and I had stayed is where this guy lives. It's where we stayed in this amazing hostel called Juana de Arco, <laughs> Joan of Arc Hostel. 
And um, it, when you look at look online, the pictures are terrible of this place. And you go there in person, it's one of the most beautiful hostels I've ever been to in my life. <laughs> it's Spanish colonial style on the inside. And then you go into the rooms, and the rooms are French colonial style, and they're just gorgeous. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, there was several lines of police blockades surrounding the presidential palace. Um, and they just, they're staying there. They have to, because he's making some really hard decisions. He knows he's not going to run anymore. He's only going to run one time. The president before him spent so much money that put the economy in crisis. And now this is going to be what turns it around, even though everyone's pissed off. (laughs) And so whenever and wherever you are in your life, I hope that you have the courage to stand up and make the tough changes in your life that you need so that you could get to where you want to go. You know, if you don't have a job and you're about to be kicked out of your apartment, the tough changes you need to make are pounding the pavement with your resume. (laughs) going door to door if you have to asking for a job you know or say you are significantly overweight or out of shape maybe not overweight but you're just out of shape and you know that your health is suffering as a result the tough changes you know dietary exercise whatever you know there's some tough changes that every single one of us have to make I'm I'm on a diet and trying to lose a few pounds and get into a healthier state. And um, I've started looking for a job and sending out my resumes. <laughs> um, I, just, I just need to make enough money and prove that for one year I've made enough money to stay in Ecuador because in two years they're going to have to decide whether or not to keep me in the country. But I think I'll be able to stay. (laughs) I think I definitely want to stay, but I don't know. After the last two days, I'm worried about what's going to happen in the next coming week or so. Usually stuff like this calms down after three or four days, but A lot of the taxi drivers are saying, screw it, we're going to stop this country. We're going to stop this country from (laughs) functioning and until it's changed. And so there might not be an end in sight for a while, you know. So I'm a little, little, little nervous about that. Little, little bit nervous. I'm looking it up. When will the Ecuador riots (laughs) end? Uh, oh, another thing I forgot to mention is um, the government employees. I think I didn't. I don't think I mentioned this yesterday. The government employees. So basically, everybody that works for the government, like for the past forty years, have always had thirty days of paid vacation every year. Pretty cushy, you know. Well, they just got that cut in half. They have to take 15 days paid vacation 
and that's it. They don't, they just lost 15 days vacation every year. And every month they have to pay one day's salary back to the government. So they're going to work for one day for free and all that money goes back to the government. And his policies, everything he just implemented this week that he announced on Tuesday that got implemented immediately, like Thursday, yesterday, every single thing that he implemented is going to cost or save the government $2.27 billion. And they just had to borrow $4 billion. So it's like over half of what they had to borrow. And that's good. I mean, economically speaking, that's good. You know, speaking from a cold, hard cash place of mind, he made good decisions. But speaking from a bleeding heart, liberal state of mind, a lot of people make $400 a month and he just doubled the price of diesel. He just, you know, increased gas by 40, 50 cents a liter. And I think it's like two and a half liters or something equals a gallon. It sounds like $5 more a gallon or something like that. I could be wrong. I don't know. You know, metric system is beyond me. I don't know why the United States uses um, the old system. It's us and a small nation in Africa and no one else in the world uses the old like miles and pounds and gallons, <laughs> pints, ounces, all that. The only pints that are used in the world besides our country is in Ireland and Scotland. <laughs> and those are the kind of pints I like to have. <laughs> those are the ones I want in my life. Those kind of pints. Guinness, baby. <laughs> But hundreds of people have been arrested. I have no idea when, I I guess it's martial law, but I haven't really seen it implemented here. I've lived through martial law, state of emergencies in California, and usually if you're not in your house by 10 o'clock at night, if you're outside at 10 o'clock at night, you get in trouble with the military. And it's not a pretty thing. But um, we had just left OPEC, um, the oil, you know, and it was a stand for OPEC. Anyway, um, we weren't fulfilling the quotas. Ecuador wasn't fulfilling the quotas. And and they started putting pressure on Ecuador to fulfill the quotas or else. And, and the Ecuadorian president said, we're not going to kowtow or bow down to you, so whatever boom, we're out, mic drop, and (laughs) left OPEC. And he's going to use, instead of giving Ecuador's oil away, we're going to keep it for the country to get our economy back on track. And we produce, Ecuador produces 550,000 gallons of fuel per day, of oil out of the ground per day, so... I just met an engineer that works in the jungle pulling oil out of the ground. It kind of makes me a little upset that they want to open up more drilling, but that part I don't agree with, of course. But, I mean, can you imagine 40 years of just paying super, super cheap gas prices that 
anyone and everyone can afford it. Anyone and everyone can afford travel. I mean, I was taking the bus from here to Quito and it cost $12 a person. That's a 10 hour bus ride, 12 bucks. That's like a little bit more than $1 per hour. And buses take a lot of gas and, and they were running even if there was only five or six people on the bus. So they're going to have to increase the ticket prices for the long haul bus. You know, it's just, it's going to affect everything. And they're just trying to boost the economy. They're trying to get everything back where we ought to be. So I applaud him for him making the super unpopular and horrible choice that he had to make. It was a hard decision, but I'm, you know, when push comes to shove, I would probably stand with the people because he shouldn't have done it so cold turkey like that. He could have done it a lot better. He could have mentioned it and said, buy next year at this time the subsidies will be will be ended and it could have been gradually increased little by little but he didn't do it that way and it's not that he doesn't care he cares a lot about Ecuador <sighs> but hey I don't know I'm really scared it's just um I don't know. I guess there's going to be a lot more protesting, riots, demonstrations. People have set ATMs on fire. I think I mentioned that one yesterday. Um, <laughs> it's been really crazy. In Ecuador, they, the military was using these militarized vehicles to push the walls of people back. Students were getting together and, and protesting the police and throwing things at the police. And they had... Um, hoods over their heads so that no one could be recognized later. So, I don't know. I mean, it's really crazy. (laughs) I have no idea what's going to happen. But indigenous groups, the people, they're the poorest. They're really angry. The transport unions, the students, you know, people that are poor. They're really angry. I don't blame them. This is absolutely a crisis. So I don't know. Pray for Ecuador, guys. Pray for Ecuador. I don't know what else to say. Um, I mean, I think it's going to get better financially. I think things are going to get better, but it's crazy, man. Absolutely crazy. I'm looking to see when the rides are going to end and everyone just, no one really knows. I mean, I keep thinking it'll be, you know, like maybe Saturday or Sunday, tomorrow or Sunday. I hope so. I mean, I have places to go. My friend, 
canceled his concert for tonight. My friend um, helped his brother start. He helped his brother Gordon to start the Violent Femmes punk rock band, one of my most favorite bands like ever. <laughs> and um, yeah, just. Anyway, Glenn was going to sing tonight at Santorino's and we were going to go over there and have a salad and listen to them play. And the salad they have there, just it's like this enormous salad, like a lot of lettuce and and they put chicken in it and the Caesar salad. Oh my God, it's amazing. And it was still keto friendly except for the croutons, which <laughs> that was going to account for my 40 grams of carbohydrates allowed today. I usually don't eat carbs or very little carbs. I eat popcorn, which is hardly anything. But, um, yeah, it was such a bummer. He had to cancel it, but I'm glad he did because that means I'll get to see him play when everything calms down. But everything, like the schools have been closed. The Everything is closed. My friend is still stuck in Machala, still has to pay for a hotel. He was like, I was just going to be over overnight and I'm coming back. And when I come back, we'll go out. We'll go have a date. You may we'll go see a movie or dinner. I'm like, oh, yeah, that'd be so fun, you know. And it's just such a bummer, you know, like I never have plans. And the one week where I have plans with a couple different people and it's all canceled because of this stuff. But, you know, small sacrifices, I guess, so that the people get heard. It's crazy stuff though, man. Just it's a wee bit of a bummer. <laughs> As they would say on Outlander, which I've been watching nonstop all day, just trying to get my mind off it. And then of course I had to go look up all the history of the Jacobites and did they ever try to take London and interesting stuff man it's it's like I, I I like the old drama show or the drama shows about the old history because it's nothing that I ever learned in school it just seemed like every year they taught us World War II and the Civil War in the US and really nothing else like it all around the rest of the world so it's exciting for me to to watch and learn about all of the strategies that the people tried and what failed and what didn't. And it was very interesting. And like when the King Louis the 14th was building the palace of Versailles, I've been watching Versailles and, and, um, that he wanted to put 400 apartments, like such an enormous project in the middle of nowhere. It's like incredible. Like these shows are really incredible. And watching um, Rain was amazing. I don't know if you guys have seen Rain, but about Mary, Queen of Scots. But she was also the Queen of France. And she married the King of France. And then he died very, very young. And she ended up ruling France and Scotland and had the rightful claim as a steward to the English throne. And then that's what the Jacobites, you know, they're they're trying to get a Stuart King back on the English throne so they can stop the war against 
the Scottish and so it's interesting to kind of see how like all these shows kind of fit in with each other and and one show will mention another point in history when you're like oh wait I'm watching that show too so I don't know it's like super interesting to me I love all this old stuff you know but um anyway got another letter uh, from the government today another emergency (laughs) they were saying you know still we're in a state of emergency and avoid crowds and don't go out don't do any travel within the country stay in your house that's what the, the American government is telling all of the expatriates you know, I always get notices about what to do, and they're like, just don't leave the house. Don't engage the locals. Don't go where there's any crowds. Don't don't uh, make anyone mad. <laughs> you know, the basic stuff you probably shouldn't do anyway, but... I don't know. I'm even wondering this isn't going to affect my rent, because... Now that the subsidies are over, you know, the gasoline part isn't, but the, uh, raising the other fuel and and electricity, there's like no more subsidies on electricity. Like where something costs $20, we'd only have to pay two. So our electricity for the month and leaving lights on all night and leaving the TV on all night and plugging things in and keeping our phones plugged in all night like just the bad habits that we have in general when it comes to electricity stuff that we had learned in the u.s not to do and we're here and like ah what's so cheap whatever it's no big deal and the problem is um you know we were paying 20 dollars a month before for for that in our old apartment and my landlord has been so generous as to have included it in our rent includes everything Wi-Fi everything is included in our rent so I wonder if he's not going to be like you know your electricity use has always been high but now the subsidies aren't there so so I don't know what he's going to do or he might just honor his word and keep it as is but you know now Anyway, um, let's get into it uh, tonight. Disclosurenews.it was really rather boring. The report literally says, practically calm, peak at 13 hertz at 11 UTC. Oh, wait a minute. They're saying hertz now. Oh, my God. They no longer say consciousness see currents why did they change it back do you think they're listening to the show <laughs> I mean they should say both maybe say both because consciousness currents was cool but it's not scientific and as a Virgo I like to see things not change and the scientific things but I don't know why they said that and then they took it off maybe someone new came into the office and like Oh, that's so boring. Let's use this word, you know. 
maybe they've already been fired. <laughs> I have no idea. This is so weird that I like why for two days, I guess it was an experiment to see how people would react. The consciousness currents is not nearly as scientific or logical as <laughs> Hertz frequency. <laughs> it's not consciousness currents on the Schumann resonance scale. Maybe they heard criticism. Maybe people were writing them saying, hey, don't put it that, don't put it like that. I thought it was kind of cool, kind of hippie-ish, but unscientific, but why not put both things? Maybe they could, maybe they can make a compromise and put both things. I've heard from a lot of you lately, and I wanted to say hello and shout out to Rebecca, Krista, and Prague, thank you for writing to me. And Riley, by the way. And also, a few days ago, I heard from Joy. And I just, I'm just happy to hear from you guys. You know, when I hear from you. But I'm feeling better. I don't sound like I'm maybe better right now, but I'm just, I'm kind of bummed about what's going on in Ecuador. I love this country. I would really hate to see, you know, it really get torn apart by the taxi drivers and the bus drivers. I mean, I feel like though it's only going to take two or three days or, you know, whenever their lights come due, <laughs> they're going to go, oh, sh- I need to pay my rent and whatnot. I mean, if you don't pay your bill on time, it takes about three days and then they just completely shut it off. You know, in the U.S., you get a leeway depending on the city government, but sometimes you get a leeway for like a week or a month. Here now, if you don't pay your your, uh, Wi-Fi, it's a done deal. You don't have Wi-Fi until you pay your bill and it takes four hours to get it turned back on no matter when you pay. Although if you pay like at 5.30, or I think they close at 7, so if you pay at 6.30, you won't get it turned back on until the next day. But it's pretty crazy. I mean, people just don't mess around here. They don't they don't take slackers for nothing here. So it just, for me, I think at least, the people are going to realize really quick, like, oh, wait a minute, shoot myself in the foot by not working. They're going to be damned if you do, damned if you don't. This doesn't put anyone in a good position. They really didn't have to do this the way that they did. What's done is done. We'll see. We'll see if it gets undone or if a compromise can be reached. I bet the president of the of the bus and taxi union... I mean, if Teamsters was here, boy, Teamsters would be right on it, man. I was telling my son, my, my stepdad was a part of Teamsters. Um, he was a truck driver, and um, he didn't do long hauls. He did short hauls, but he was a part of the Teamsters union, and it's always good to unionize. It's always good to be part of a union. Safety in numbers, like schools of fish, you know? <laughs> It's always a good thing. Unions are always a good thing because they protect the workers. And I mean, my dad, my stepdad would call me or my, or my mom would call me and go, 
Um, this week we're boycotting these bananas and those peaches and this company and that company or you know it's like there's always a list whatever it was it was you know don't eat these apples or don't eat don't eat anything by craft or don't eat you know none of that is true right now but this is like over the from the 1970s through through the 80s I was always every week I was given instructions of what not to buy and I told all my friends and family don't buy these things told the rest of my cousins and whatever don't buy these things because teamsters say so so a lot of people were supporting teamsters without actually even being a part of the union and I mean they have far reaching effects so I mean if they were down here boy they would have been in that presidential palace within um, probably an hour to two hours and they would have already negotiated a deal and I, I would love to see at least I mean if they could just say okay look we're gonna refund you know or we go back on our word for half of the subsidies for the next six months say you know to get people used to the idea or only a fourth and then in six months raise it to 50% and then 75% gone and then a high, I mean just something to kind of ease people into it but I don't know it's like breakups maybe maybe you just rip it off like a band-aid real fast just done ah I feel all the pain at once maybe that's that's better <laughs> I don't know so heartmouth.org has the um, Schumann resonance from for these six city, cities so at midnight in California they started off at 100 Hertz frequency and they went down to 98 by 4 a.m. In Hofuf, Saudi Arabia, they started off at 103 at midnight. And by 4 a.m., they went down to 101. <laughs> Ventura Highway is 101. I've been thinking about that song lately. <laughs> um, in uh, Lithuania, they started off at 30 hertz frequency and went down to zero there's another zero that's interesting at 4 a.m. and at midnight Alberta Canada was at 175 Hertz frequency and they went only down to 174 after a brief bump up to 176 an hour before that at midnight Northland New Zealand was at 16 Hertz frequency and by 4 a.m. they were down to zero so we got two zeros and last but not least, in Halului, South Africa, they started off at 214 hertz frequency, and they went up to 205 by 4 a.m. And of course, in Miracles, we are in a lesson 116, which is still a review. And the first part of the review is taken from lesson 101 and this is what it is God's will for me is perfect happiness God's will for me is perfect happiness God's will for me is perfect happiness and I can suffer but from the belief that there is another will apart from his 
the second part of the lesson is taken from lesson 102 and it says I share God's will for happiness for me I share God's will for happiness for me and it goes on further to say I share my father's will for me his son what he has given me is all I want what he has given me is all there is so that's from the foundation for inner peace and a course in miracles I highly recommend it if you want to actually go through all the lessons and really make a decent study of it I highly recommend it it is one of the highest vibrational courses I've ever taken and I really feel the power in it and it's already helped me quite a bit in my life all right when I come back I'm going to talk about vitamins <laughs> we all know that vitamins are good for us but we always just assume that's true but we don't know really what vitamins are good for usually you know we hear things oh vitamin C is good for colds you know or vitamin A is good for I don't even know what oh your eyesight you know carrots but a lot of times you'll hear carrots good for your eyes but you don't know why that they contain vitamin A and there's a lot of a lot of things people just don't know because you don't think to look look it up you just wonder about it and then a few minutes later oh well just take my vitamins <laughs> so what I'm going to go over tonight is what vitamins do for you what and I'm going to go down the list of each individual vitamin I'm going to consult Harvard on this literally I'm looking at harvard.edu it's healthharvard.edu and I'm going to consult a couple other websites and I'm going to tell you guys what happens if you do not take vitamins as well as what they're good for so if you're having certain symptoms we're gonna go over what does it take to get those symptoms gone <laughs> like is your hair falling out what could that be well let's make sure your hair doesn't fall out you know so we're gonna go over all the vitamins in just a moment right after this message I'll be right back Do you ever wish you could look into the next chapter in your book of life and see what's coming next? What does the universe have in store for you? I can help you with that. I will give you a Celtic cross reading, which is 10 cards, or you can ask me three questions and I use three cards per question. So that's nine cards, or I can channel 
your higher guidance, or maybe God directly for you. Maybe you want to talk to your dear departed Aunt Edna because maybe you have a few questions and she was the smartest person you knew. If your deceased relatives are available or your ascended masters, I can channel them for you personally. Let me have one hour to show you the future in your next chapter of your book of life. Readings are $75 and it takes me an hour to an hour and a half to complete. And for this price, you will also be hooked up to the healing grid around the planet for free, which means yours truly, me, I will be giving you Reiki 24 hours a day, seven days a week for the rest of your life. All you have to do is let me know. MetaphysicalSoulSpeak at gmail.com and we will explore your future together. guys when you are given news and you give a choice to hear the bad news first and then the good news it's always better to hear the bad news first and have it ripped off like a band-aid see second time in a row in one night <laughs> and you know speaking of band-aids this has nothing to do with the topic for tonight but have you guys ever tried that juice in the United States that's um, white grape mixed with either, it's like white grape mixed with cranberry, and then I think there's white grape mixed with pomegranate and cranberry. Have you ever like smelled that juice? It smells like a Band-Aid. <laughs> I don't know why, it's just so bizarre. It smells like a Band-Aid, like my, my husband and I would buy it for the kids and We'd be like, ah, oh, damn it, we bought the Band-Aid juice again. <laughs> and after you drink it, it it's, it's fine. But the smell of it is really bizarre. It's like the old-fashioned bandages that I put on my knee when I'd scrape my knee because I fell down a lot as a kid. Anyway, <laughs> probably because I was lacking a vitamin. So let's get back to the topic of vitamins. So the first bad news, if you will, that I could tell you is that there is a thing called hypervitaminosis. So we all get to learn a new word tonight, hypervitaminosis. So some vitamins can uh, cause an acute or chronic toxicity. And this is in wikipedia.org. They say that um, there's this condition that usually occurs only for the fat soluble vitamins so if you take too much supplementation you could get hypervitaminosis and and usually it's from vitamin a and vitamin d when you take it in supplement form you can never get it from just eating the right foods okay um it's only if you take the supplements and because they're fatty um fat soluble they're not dissolved and 
you don't pee them out basically very easily and they get stored in the liver and it can really be toxic for your liver and cause a great deal of problems. So if you have an excessive intake of vitamin D, for example, um, if you're just taking it every day, don't take it every day. Go stand in the sun for five minutes a day. Everyone can handle that, right? You know, and if, if it's a winter and you've been outside for three or four weeks, then take a vitamin D every three or four days. You know, don't take a huge honking dose every single day because it's really, really, really bad for you. But um, basically, you'll get hypercalcemia, nausea, weakness, and kidney stones if you take vitamin D too much. And vitamin A, taking too much of that, um, let's see, I'll tell you about that later because it's not on this. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, we all know about, you know, not having a deficiency in, um, so that's if you take too much. But then the other thing is if you have a deficiency. So when you have a deficiency in vitamin C, you know, because you're a pirate on a ship and you've been out to sea for a long time, you haven't had fruit, because you know that's just so common now. <laughs> um, you'll you'll get scurvy, and so scurvy is a deadly disease in which collagen is not properly formed, and it causes poor wound healing. Which pirates are susceptible to wounds. <laughs> it also causes bleeding of the gums, severe pain, and then. Well, just basically death. So, um, you have to take lemons and limes for scurvy because they're very high in vitamin C. But it's very, very um, rare these days to um, have scurvy because pretty much everyone knows about it and we all like taking vitamin C, especially when it's chewable and it's usually t very flavorful and also fruit is very much abundant in this world and you know the way things are now thank god and people know about it so it doesn't really just happen but uh back in the early days when the scottish surgeon uh james lind discovered that citrus prevents scurvy in 1747 oh my god like just a year after the jacobite Uprising and battle at Culloden. Okay, <laughs> enough of Outlander. <laughs> Aw, so just one one uh, year after that, he discovered that if you use lemons and limes to avoid scurvy, um, you know you'll just be better off. And well, basically, the British Royal Navy started using this, and this led to the nickname "Limey" for British sailors. Oh, I wondered why they were called limeys. That's why. Because they were known for eating limes to prevent scurvy. <laughs> I never understood why until now. That's pretty funny. Um, also, it can be prevented by practicing good hygiene, regular exercise, and maintaining the morale of your crew because... We're all pirates. Yeah, that's not really helpful, is it? <laughs> okay. Um, let's see here. 
let me go to there's another website over here now there are eight common signs that you're deficient in vitamins there's a lot more than this but i'm going to go over this one this is from healthline.com the first one is if you have brittle brittle hair and nails and one of the things that can cause this is a lack of biotin which is vitamin b7 and b7 helps your body to convert food into energy so when you're deficient in biotin it's very rare but when it causes when it does occur it causes brittle thinning splitting hair and nails and that's the most notable symptoms so also if you have a deficiency you're going to have chronic fatigue cramps tingling muscle pain uh, tingling is in the hands and the feet muscle pain cramps Pregnant women, heavy smokers or drinkers, and people with digestive disorders like leaky gut syndrome and Crohn's disease are most at risk for developing a biotin deficiency. Good to know. I did not know that. Also, the prolonged use of antibiotics and anti-seizure medicines are risk factors. Now, if you eat raw egg whites, that will create a biotin deficiency as well. So, ew, don't do that, yuck. So, raw egg whites contain avidin, which is a protein that will bind to the biotin and reduce the absorption thereof. Now, foods rich in biotin include egg yolks. Oh, the irony. (laughs) So, egg yolks, organ meats, which is totally freaking nasty. Don't eat those. Let's go to the next thing on the list. Egg yolks fish <laughs> skip right over the organ meats because gross fish meat dairy nuts seeds spinach cauliflower broccoli sweet potatoes yeast uh, what i think they mean by yeast is um nutritional yeast which is very high in b vitamins especially if you're a vegan that is one of your biggest go-to's um whole grains and bananas now, adults with brittle, brittle, <laughs> brittle <laughs> hair or nails might consider trying a supplement that provides 30 micrograms of biotin per day. Micrograms, not milligrams. You don't need a lot, but you do need some. So, number two sign of a vitamin deficiency is when you have cracks in the corners of your mouth or mouth ulcers. So, lesions in and around the mouth can possibly be linked to an insufficient intake of iron or B vitamins. Okay, so basically what is that called? Anemia. Anemia. So let's see here. In another study, 28% of patients that have mouth ulcers and deficiencies had deficiencies in thiamine, riboflavin, and pyridoxine otherwise called vitamin B1, B2, and B6. So it seems to me that if you just take a vitamin B supplement of all of these things, that's going to help you. Angular chelitis is a condition causing the corners of the mouth to crack, split, and bleed. And it's caused by excess salivation or dehydration. So they're saying basically take B vitamins, riboflavin more often than the others and iron i would just say b vitamins in general iron 
But foods rich in iron, it's always better to go to the food source of, of what you're missing, include poultry, meat, fish, legumes, and as you know, that's lentils and peas and beans, dark leafy greens, nuts, seeds, and whole grains. Dark leafy greens, I would say a spinach is a good one, but sometimes that has problems um, with uh, medicines that people take. So if you're on medicine, you have to make sure, look it up. But um, kale is so excellent and it makes really good shakes. If you do kale mixed with frozen, just go to your frozen berry aisle. If you don't have berries in season, just go get a handful of berries, throw them in with some kale, do a little bit of um, uh, stevia and water. And oh my God, it's so good. It's, it doesn't look good but it tastes amazing it just tastes like berries you don't even taste the kale and that's like the best way to get your dark leafy greens or if you want to fry it up if you like collard greens i love collard greens you know i'm weird like that i, I learned to love them when i when i got over to detroit and um just when i went out to eat that was on the menu i'm all oh hell yeah i'm loving my soul food so yeah but collard greens is good and if you do um kale and you just fry that up real quick just flash fry it in a pan with um, a little bit of orange juice that will break down the enzymes the orange juice will break down the kale and be very easy to eat and it's so tasty anyway dark leafy greens nuts seeds and whole grains are rich in iron and good sources of thiamine riboflavin and pyridoxine or the B vitamins are whole grains poultry meat fish eggs dairy legumes, vegetables, green vegetables, starchy vegetables, nuts, seeds, and organ meats. Again, with the grossness of that, but okay. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna let myself get involved with it. Yeah, no, I am, it's disgusting. Bleeding gums, number three, when your teeth, or when your gums are bleeding, that's usually a diet lacking in vitamin C. It is an immune system helper it is a wound healer and an antioxidant and it prevents cell damage so you have to have a complete vitamin c if you take vitamin c supplements if you just take ascorbic acid it's not going to do much you have to have the full spectrum vitamin c in order to have the greatest health benefits according to dr berg i just watched a video on this like a week ago on the dr berg channel on and that's spelled b-e-r-g on youtube so the vitamin c cannot be made in the human body so you have to have supplementation of it all the time so it's very rare but if you eat vegetables and fruits you're never gonna have a vitamin c deficiency but most people do fail to eat enough fruits and vegetables every day which is why I recommend the kale shake because it's a way to get a lot of nutrients and you know just it takes like two seconds to drink it down it's easier to drink a lot of vegetables you know juicing is helpful and you know just throw it in a blender you don't need a juicer that's going to extract the fiber and you're going to lose the fiber only do that if you have problems with bloating from having too much fiber in your diet and so um let's see uh let's see poor night vision and white growths on your eyes that is when you are uh lacking in vitamin a 
So when you have night blindness and in your ability to see in low, low levels of light or in the dark, your vitamin A is lacking, basically. So let's see here. If you have scaly patches on your skin, seborrheic dermatitis, and dandruff, and this is making me scratch my head for some reason. I don't have dandruff, thank you, God, but <laughs> just reading this is giving me the heebie-jeebie, creepy, crawly feeling in my, in my scalp. <laughs> Both of these things, um, itchy, flaky skin like dandruff um, and the seborrheic uh, dermatitis, they can appear on your face your upper chest, your armpits, and in your groin area. Really kick it dandruff of the groin. That's really disgusting. I had no idea that was a thing. Oh my God, I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight. I'm gonna be so grossed out. Like the Virgo in me is going, ew, 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 ew. <laughs> the likelihood of these skin disorders is highest within the first three months of life. Oh yeah, cradle cap. We used to call that cradle crap. <laughs> when babies have like weird stuff on their head. But it happens then, also happens during puberty and in the middle of your adulthood. So yeah, lovely, thank you. Just when you're probably getting a divorce and you need to start dating again, that's probably when it's gonna start coming up again. <laughs> Freaking great. All right. <laughs> um, basically, if you have a low level of zinc and B3, B2, and B6, then that's when this is going to probably come up. Um, let's see here. Hair loss is a very common sy symptom of vitamin deficiency. Did you know that? I wonder if you start taking these vitamins would you get your hair back sometimes though there is inside the little tiny follicles there will be a bacteria that eats away at the hair and then the bacteria remains on the head and it's not diagnosed in time and that's why men go bald it attacks more you know men that have higher levels of testosterone and so there's something you now my head is itching again because I'm freaking out about the hair thing <laughs> So um, if you uh, itch, I mean, if you, if you have that and you take this antibiotic ointment you put on your hair or on your bald head, sometimes the hair will start to grow back, but it's something you have to get from a doctor. It's not like, you know, Neosporin or something. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, hair loss is... A lot of people suffer hair loss by the time they reach 50 years old. And what will prevent or slow down your hair loss? Here's a list. <laughs> Make a note. Iron. <laughs> so your body makes DNA with iron. And this includes the DNA that's present in your hair. And so too little iron will cause your hair to stop growing or fall out. Now, if your hair is falling out and you're on the keto diet, it's because you are failing to get enough protein. Now, you, there's a whole thing that Dr. Berg went over as far as if you're eating meat, let's say you're eating beef that has the most amount of protein, that is absorbed by the body. Um, whereas spirulina, oh, tons and tons of protein, except 
in 100 grams, only 3 grams would be absorbed in your body. And 97 grams, you just pee out. So you'd be drinking this disgusting spirulina shakes all day long, but you're not going to be absorbing a whole hell of a lot of protein. So, but if you do eat meat, there, um, you have a higher chance of absorbing the protein. And there was a thing that he said about this. Um, oh yeah, just because you're eating a hundred grams of steak doesn't mean there's a hundred grams of protein in it. There's only 67 for every hundred grams. It'd be like 67 grams of protein. So in a three ounce steak, you know, it's only 67 grams of protein or whatever. And it sounds like a lot, but it's really not because you need a lot, a lot, a lot, especially when you're on the keto diet. To burn the ketones and keep that up, you need a huge amount of protein. So anyway, you got to go look at his stuff again if you're on that diet. And if your hair starts to fall out, it's really what happened. I had to start eating, instead of eating one egg at a meal, I'm eating three eggs now because of that. So um, basically, what will help prevent or slow down hair loss? Iron. Zinc, which is essential for protein synthesis and cell division, which you need both those things to grow your hair. Um, linoleic acid and alpha linoleic acid are essential fatty acids and they're required for maintaining and growing your hair. Vitamin B3 and vitamin B7, um, those, um, when you are missing niacin in your diet, that's what causes alopecia when your hair small falls out in small patches. Um, alopecia is also caused by stress, but I think if you have niacin, you're going to have less stress because B vitamins calm your stress. Take a good B supplement. Be good. <laughs> Biotin uh, is vitamin B7, and it's basically also just linked to hair loss okay so meat fish eggs legumes dark leafy you see you see the pattern everything i said before they're all good sources of iron and zinc pretty much the same thing um now for the uh linoleic acid and alpha linoleic acid the omegas um nuts leafy vegetables whole grains vegetable oils now not soy just avoid that like the freaking plague okay because that could throw off your hormones. It's just soy, no, not good. Walnuts, flax seeds. Flax seeds are freaking really good for you. You just down, if you just take flax seeds and throw them on anything you're eating, you're not even gonna notice that they're there. They're a little bit crunchy. You just throw them in your salad, throw them in your oatmeal in the morning. You know, you just get used to throwing a whole tablespoon of flax seeds on whatever it is that you're eating and you'll get used to it after a while and it's just super, super, super good for hormones, for a whole bunch of stuff. But chia seeds, soy, soy nuts, it just, you know, screw the soy, nothing soy, you know, unless your doctor says specifically eat soy, just avoid it. Um, I mean, if you're in menopause, it might be okay to have soy, but in any other time, you know, when you're a man, for example, you don't want to grow boobs. Soy is so much high in plant estrogen. It's just, you don't want to grow boobs. Uh, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. These supplements appear to boost hair growth, they say. Um, everything that we just said. Now, excess selenium and excess vitamin A 
have both been linked to hair loss. So again, with the stopping of the excess vitamin A, there was a, my friend knew a guy who drank so much carrot juice that his skin turned orange. I bet that guy is bald and orange right now. <laughs> if he didn't give that up. <laughs> Probably on a second liver transplant too. <laughs> but too much vitamin A is super, super bad for your liver. It's stored in the liver. All right, so red or white bumps on your skin. It's called keratosis pilaris. It's like a goose-like bump. It's like goose pimples or goose bumps. Um, and they can sometimes be in your cheeks or your arms, your thighs, or your butt. And the little bumps are accompanied sometimes by corkscrew hairs or ingrown hairs. And that sounds thoroughly nasty as well. But everyone has these little bumps from time to time. Uh, now, it has been linked to people that have low vitamin A and low vitamin C. So it's not good to have too much. It's not good to have not enough. Right? So you got to just have a balance with everything. So traditional treatments of that are medicated creams. And it says add vitamins rich in A and C to your diet. Again, the yellow, orange, colored vegetables, fruit, dark leafy greens, eggs, fish, dairy, meat, blah, blah, blah. All right. The thing is, though, about these little bumps, they can also be called uh, caused by candida albicans. Can, when you have candida iasis, you have too much yeast and yeast overgrowth in your body. If you eat too much sugar, the yeast will grow faster and they will overtake the good bacteria in your gut. So you need to have a lot of, um, you have to have a lot of the good bacteria. So probiotics, probiotics are found in sourdough bread. If you're not having an issue with wheat, you're not on the keto diet. Sourdough bread is good. Um, sauerkraut is good. Vinegar, anything that's fermented food, um, especially kombucha, the, you know, the kombucha mushrooms also, and of course yogurt, or you can just go buy bottles of acidophilus at the health food store but you got to take all of the good bacteria, not just acidophilus. So try to find a really good, like a 20, 30, $40 bottle of this stuff and just take it. In fact, there's a liquid. And if you're very, very low on that, just, I would, and you're having all kinds of digestive issues and a lot of skin issues and even hair issues and nail issues, I would say go out there and there's like, you can even get a vegan one that's liquid just drink the whole damn bottle in like two days. It's very sour and, and, and the bacteria tastes sour, which is what gives yogurt its tang, the tanginess, but it's very, very good for you. I mean, I thought you'd have to just do like one tablespoon a day and it goes bad, you know, when you're halfway through the bottle. But um, someone told me, no, just drink the whole damn bottle, you know? And I've done that before and it's like, oh man, I feel so great like in the week following as the bacteria take hold in your gut it actually starts to reverse a lot of health issues might be why i've stayed looking young for so long possibly but i have had problems with yeast overgrowth and you know what to be honest you could go on a diet that takes a year and a half and go on herbs and see a nutritionist and a um i saw an herbalist and a naturopath and i mean it cost me 
like $650 a month for all the herbs and the, and the special breads and the special, like I had to have this one kind of bread that didn't have wheat in it. It was like all this, it was like ridiculous. And then it happened again when I was here in Ecuador and I just said, you know what, screw it. I went to the, to the pharmacy and I bought all of the antibiotic, anti, not antibiotics, antifungal, anti-yeast pills. I took those for three weeks. I took a bunch of yogurt. I had a bunch of um, acidophilus type supplements. They don't have acidophilus here. They have like three or four different bacterias that you can get at the um, the healthy gut bacteria. So I took a bunch of those. I took the antifungals um, and I felt great right after. And if you have a white coating on your tongue, you have this problem with yeast. So that's the other thing that can cause those white bumps on your skin. It's not acne, it's the keratosis pilaris. Okay, um, restless leg syndrome, also known as Willis-Eckbaum disease. It's a nervous condition. It's very uncomfortable. I was with a man for a while, we dated for like a year, and he had this, and it was like, have you ever seen a, <laughs> a dog or a cat who are dreaming and they start running and their legs start moving like they're running and it's freaking hilarious? Well, he would do this. <laughs> and of course, I'd, I'd wake up and like start laughing because it was hilarious and not so much to him. I had no idea it was a vitamin deficiency, so probably shouldn't make fun of him. Should have just said, hey, dude, this is a vitamin you need. So... Basically what you need if you have restless leg syndrome is iron. It is an iron deficiency. When you're anemic, you might get restless leg syndrome. 10% of all Americans have it. It's a, um, a neurological problem, but neurological problems usually are connected to iron as well as B vitamins. So, Again, with the fish and the dark leafy greens and the nuts and the seeds and the whole grains and the meat and the poultry, that also will help. Using a cast iron pot or pan will absolutely help your iron absorption. And if you cook in a cast iron pan and, and you're going to eat that food to make more iron in your diet, during that time you have to avoid coffee or tea for that meal because that will help boost your iron absorption if you avoid caffeine at that moment. So, let's see. Um, don't take iron supplements though. Just do it through food, do it through diet, cast iron pans. If you must do it through supplements, don't take it very often, like once a week or something. Because if you have too much iron in your blood, you can die, okay? So that, again, this is another case where you just don't want to take too much supplements. Um, now, restless leg syndrome also can be caused by a magnesium insufficiency. I recommend highly go get cocoa powder without any sugar in it. Add stevia, coconut oil, hot chocolate, and a little splash of milk, even almond milk if you don't drink actual milk just to have your hot cocoa every night and that will give you a lot of magnesium. So there's that. So most of those things are from healthline.com, although I added a bunch of my own info. <laughs> I always do that. 
So I'm going to go a little bit more over some deficiencies before I get into. So now the one word I mentioned earlier, that was when you have too much vitamins. Well, when you don't have enough, when you are lacking in specific vitamins, it's called avitaminosis, avitaminosis. So it's like a lack of vitamins, a vitamin deficiency. It could be caused by a poor diet. If you're just sitting around eating potato chips all day and Snicker bars, probably not going to help you. <laughs> you might be a little bit lacking in your vitamins. So another thing is if you cook at your food, and if you cook your food at very, very high temperatures, it's going to deplete the vitamins and minerals in your food, and that is never good. It inactivates the vitamins, so it's better to eat raw food or slightly cooked food. Never eat raw potatoes, they can kill you. Never eat old potatoes, they can kill you. Be very, very careful with potatoes. If you're on the keto diet, just don't have potatoes at all. That's just the bottom line. Okay, and I love potatoes. I'm very, very Irish saying this stuff about potatoes, so <laughs> it pains me to tell you not to have potatoes, okay? But um, if you're on keto, don't have them. <laughs> but um, if you don't have intestinal absorption of your vitamins, that can lead to nutritional deficiencies. So if you have like leaky gut syndrome, that can lead to that. So you have to fix leaky gut syndrome with drinking gelatin every night for six months is what I discovered and that's what I've been doing. And my hair has started to grow back its original color since I started that. So interesting to note that. So when you are lactating, if you're a mother and you're, you're breastfeeding, or if you're pregnant, um, when you're a child and you're actively growing, these are situations in which you might be lacking in vitamins. You know, if you're running around all the, on the playground all day long or, you know, or whatever, that can cause lack of vitamins because you need more to function. So that's something to look into. If you have a, in, an unbalanced diet where you have too many carbohydrates, not enough vegetables, not enough protein, that also can interfere um, with having enough vitamins in your system. If you drink too much alcohol, that will interfere with the absorption of many of your vitamins, okay? So we're gonna go over this from sciencedirect.com. And what they say is, um, if you have a deficiency in vitamin A, it can lead to xerophthalmia, I have no idea what that is, anemia, high morbidity from infectious disease. Oh my God, you definitely don't want that. <laughs> if you have a lack of vitamin B1, also known as thiamine, or thiamine you're going to be uh, inviting into your life berry berry doesn't sound very very good to me neurological dysfunctions and cardiac failure happen with a lack of vitamin b1 vitamin b2 also known as riboflavin right or riboflavin um, if you don't have enough of that in your diet it's going to lead to um, oral ocular and genital syndrome well that doesn't sound freaking good at all a riboflavinosis angular chelitis, <laughs> I don't even know what that is, dermatitis, oh yeah, inflammation in your skin, and photophobia, this is one, I probably need to go take some B vitamins when I, when I end the show tonight, 
Um, photophobia is when your eyes are extremely sensitive to light. And in some conditions, you need to wear um, sunglasses even indoors when the lights are too bright. It might be because you are lacking in vitamin B2. When you use contact lenses, that also causes photophobia. If you are lacking in vitamin B3, that can lead to, again, dermatitis, also dementia, diarrhea, and death. The four Ds, you don't want those. And pellagra, I have no idea what that is. Folate or vitamin, vitamin B9 can lead, a lack of that can lead to anemia and neural tube defects, I guess, in babies. So if you're pregnant, make sure you take a lot of folate. Now, if you are lacking in cobalamin, otherwise known as vitamin B12, that can lead to neurological dysfunctions and anemia. As we all know, scurvy is what you get when you don't have enough vitamin C in your diet. Most people do by now. When you're having a lack of vitamin D, that can lead to rickets, which is you know, a bone issue, osteomalacia, and it also is probably linked to an increase of infectious diseases. So basically, vitamin D, go stand in the sun five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day. You know, don't take a supplement because that can lead to other things if you take it too much. But basically, you need to take a full spectrum vitamin C, full spectrum vitamin B supplementation, and go stand in the sun for 10 minutes. And if you need to take a supplement for vitamin A, I highly recommend beta carotene because your body will manufacture vitamin A as needed when you take beta carotene. Beta carotene will not harm you. It will just be, it'll stay in your body and be turned into vitamin A when your body says, hey, let's make more of that. That sounds fun. <laughs> So that's important to know. Um, if you take vitamin A specifically, that's not a good thing. All right, so we're going to go to Harvard now. Health.harvard.edu. We want to stay healthy, so here's a list of vitamins. And what do they do for you? Okay, retinoids and carotene, otherwise known as vitamin A, and this also includes retinol, retinol, retinol esters, and retinoic acid. They're known as preformed vitamin A. And beta carotene is what you need, it says, to convert to vitamin A as your body needs it. And your body will store it because it's an oil. It'll be stored in the liver. So essential for vision, lycopene may lower prostate cancer risk keep your tissues and skin healthy it'll play an important role in your bone growth and in the immune system diets rich in carotenoids or alpha carotene and lycopene seem to lower lung cancer risk another thing that lowers lung cancer risk and this is bizarre is living at a super high elevation how weird is that right okay <laughs> I know that because I moved to a higher elevation. I wanted to see if there's any benefits at all, and that was one of them. <laughs> uh, 
Also, when I go to like the ocean now, God, I could breathe like a mofo. I'm like, ah, 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 and it feels so great to breathe because here it's where I live. It's like super hard to breathe. <laughs> We're like 8,400 feet above sea level here. <laughs> okay, so let's see. Uh, carotenoids act as antioxidants in the body. And foods rich in the carotenoids lutein and zeaxanthin will protect against cataracts. Remember, carrots are good for eyes, for eyesight, and that's because they're full of the carotenoids, retinoids, all the vitamin A's and the precursor for vitamin A. So good food sources of vitamin A, beef, liver, eggs, shrimp, fish, fortified milk, butter cheddar cheese swiss cheese the source that's the source of retinoid source of beta carotene is sweet potatoes carrots pumpkins we are in the pumpkin pie season so i mean if you're in the north hemisphere have some pumpkin pie for me extra whip whipped cream please seriously whipped cream like ready whip in a can there's no better thing on this planet it's eight dollars a can here in Ecuador to buy Ready Whip, <laughs> so I just never have. <laughs> it's way too—I mean, it's just too rich. <laughs> it's just too much money. Although when I become a millionaire, oh my God, I'm going to have that quite often. <laughs> so anyway, um, pumpkin, squash, spinach, mangoes, turnip greens are all good for your eyes and all the things just to obtain your vitamin A so if you have large amounts of supplemental vitamin A according to Harvard that can be harmful to the bones not good so if you don't take the supplements and you just eat really super healthy organic food I think you're probably going to be okay Thiamine, vitamin B1, helps to convert your food into energy. And it's needed for your healthy skin, hair, muscles, brain. And it's critical for your nerve functioning. Okay, so pork chops, brown rice, soy milk, ham, watermelons, and acorn squash. That's where you're gonna get your vitamin B1. So acorn squash for me, watermelons for me, and not really much of the other things, unless bacon, <laughs> maybe bacon. <laughs> I found a really excellent source of organic fed bacon here. It's, oh my God, Applewood smoked bacon. It's freaking amazing. But anyway, those are the things that will give you a vitamin B1. So most nutritious foods out actually do have a little bit of thiamine, so you're probably not going to be deficient. Riboflavin or vitamin B2 will help you convert food into energy also. It's needed for healthy skin, healthy hair, blood, and brain. Brain. <laughs> I had a brain teacher. She talked, taught about the brain, and she was from Russia, and she had the creepiest accent for that class, and she'd always go, and it just gave me the freaking willies. I could not pay attention and I did not pass the class at all. I was like, I think I got like a D in the class. 
is the only D I received in, in university that I could rectify. <laughs> I then got one more in a different class because I was sick or something and I missed the only test or something and I had to retake it, but brain, ugh, yuck. I couldn't stand that accent. Anyway, so B2 is needed for a healthy brain. Um, most Americans do get enough of the nutrient according to Harvard. Um, but if you want to make sure you get it, milk, eggs, yogurt, cheese, meats, griefy lean, griefy lean, no, green leafy vegetables. <laughs> I wonder what's good for dyslexia. <laughs> Whole and enriched grains. Mm, I don't know. Just stay away from wheat. Yo, really. But whole grains, maybe like oatmeal. Okay. This may be okay. And cereals. And that's rubble flavor. I think what they're talking about is things that are sub, they're fortified, but mm, I don't know. I like to stay away from fortified stuff that's doctored with. Straight from the way Mother Nature intended for me is always the healthiest way to go. All right, niacin is vitamin B3. It's also known as nicotinic acid, and it helps convert food to energy like all the other vitamins that are in the B category <laughs> to help you be full of energy. Essential for healthy skin, blood cells, brain, and the nervous system. Now, the sources for B3 are meat, poultry, fish, fortified, whole grains, mushrooms, ooh, magic ones, probably not, potatoes, and peanut butter. Niacin occurs naturally in food. Now, if you get a lot of stiff necks, by the way, just stay away from peanuts because it, it can clog up your gallbladder and give you a stiff neck. And if you massage your gallbladder for one minute, you will probably get rid of your stiff neck and then you'll know it was the peanuts that you ate in the last 48 hours. All right, so niacin occurs naturally in food and it can be made to by your body from the amino acid tryptophan, ooh, found in turkey. They said poultry, but they should have said turkey, with the help of vitamin B6. Pantothenic acid, which is vitamin B5, very good for your hair, by the way. It helps convert food into energy, helps make lipids or fats, and your neurotransmitters. You want to be quick-witted, quick-minded, fast-thinking, fast on your feet, and able to punch someone before they can see your hand swinging. Okay, maybe not that part. <laughs> but pantothenic acid is responsible for all of that. Neurotransmitters, steroid hormones, and hemoglobin. That's good for your blood. Now, pantothenic acid is found in a wide variety of very nutritious foods, including chicken, egg yolks, whole grains, broccoli, mushrooms, avocados. Ooh, I had I had half an avocado tonight for with my dinner. And tomato and tomato products. Well, I just had tomatoes tonight as well. I also had eggs tonight as well. Cool. All right. Deficiency in pantothenic acid causes burning feet. Hot foot. <laughs> wow. Burning feet and other neurological symptoms. I don't think they mean actually on fire, but if you feel, feel like they're burning, you probably need pantothenic acid. Pyridoxine, otherwise known as vitamin B6. Pyridoxal, pyridoxine, not pyramid, but pyridoxamine. <laughs> Aids in lowering homocysteine levels and may reduce the risk of heart disease. It helps convert tryptophan into niacin and serotonin, which is a neurotransmitter 
that plays key roles in sleep, appetite, and moods. Helps make red blood cells, influences cognitive abilities, and immune function. I would have to say vitamin B6 is extremely powerful and necessary. Also, it is a natural diuretic and it is contained in apple cider vinegar. So if you go ahead and take a tablespoon in a glass of water, you will find out that you don't really need a diuretic if you normally take diuretics. In fact, I've taken to taking apple cider vinegar um, when I need to take a water pill and most of the time I don't need the water pill. It's that powerful. Mine, I, I have organic, I, I know the lady who makes it, she makes it in her home and I found out how to make it. You can make it in your house in 30 days. It's so easy to make. So vitamin, you know, so vitamin B6 is actually, you can make it in your home if you make apple cider vinegar and all you need is apples and things like apples and sugar and water and maybe a little bit of yeast, possibly with yeast, I'm not sure. Anyway, you can look it up on YouTube, you'll find it if you care about it. Otherwise, just go buy some at the store. The health food store, Dr. Bragg's is the best. So meat, fish, poultry, legumes, tofu, and other soy products, potatoes, non-citrus fruits such as bananas and watermelon are high in vitamin B6. That's true because watermelons make you pee a lot and that's what vitamin B6 does. It helps you get rid of the excess water weight. So that's why watermelons help for water weight. <laughs> um, most people do not get enough of vitamin B6, by the way. Now vitamin B12, cobalamin, aids in lowering homocysteine levels and lowers the risk of heart disease assists in making new cells and breaking down fatty acids and amino acids so that your body can better utilize them. Protects nerve cells and encourages their normal growth, helps make red blood cells and your DNA, remember related to hair. So now vitamin B12 is found in meat, poultry, fish, cheese, milk, eggs, fortified cereals and fortified soy milk. Again, you know what I feel about soy. <laughs> Some people, particularly older adults, are deficient in vitamin B12 because they have trouble absorbing this vitamin from food. And now if you're on a vegan or vegetarian diet, you're not gonna get enough B12. So it's mostly found in animal products. So you might have to take a supplement. Um, if you have to take a supplement in this, go to Trader Joe's if you have one near you. Trader Joe's has the most amazing vitamin B12 is like $12 and it will last you like a year or so. It's totally worth it. And the pills are teeny, 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 tiny, hot pink. They're adorable and they're very powdery. You just put them under your tongue and it will absorb super fast in your body. So if you do have to supplement, um, Trader Joe's has the best or your local health food store, whole life foods, whatever. So, um, so uh, a lack of vitamin B12 though can cause memory loss, dementia, and numbness in your arms and your legs. So pretty important to have that. Eat your eggs, man. <laughs> Biotin, 
helps convert food into energy and synthesizes glucose, helps make and break down some fatty acids, and it is needed for healthy bones and hair. So biotin is found in many foods, including whole grains, organ meats, ugh, again with that, egg yolks, soybeans, and fish. And some is made by, so biotin is made by the bacteria in your GI tract, in your bacteria in your gut, or gastrointestinal tract, but it's not really clear how much that your body will absorb when it's made by that. And also if you don't have enough and you have an overgrowth of yeast, you're probably gonna be lacking in biotin. And it's found in most uh, vitamin B supplements as well. As ascorbic acid, vitamin C, okay, uh, vitamin C lowers the risk for cancer. And it includes the cancers of the mouth, the stomach, esophagus, and breast. Long-term use of supplemental vitamin C can protect against cataracts. It helps to make collagen and keeps you young. The connective tissue that knits together wounds and supports your blood vessel walls. It helps make the neurotransmitters serotonin and norepinephrine. It acts as an antioxidant and neutralizes unstable molecules that can damage cells and it bolsters your immune system. So vitamin C is found in fruits and fruit juices, especially citrus, remember the limeys, <laughs> potatoes, broccoli, bell peppers, spinach, strawberries, tomatoes, and Brussels sprouts. Now evidence of vitamin C helps reduce colds has not been convincing, according to Harvard. Interesting, right? If you take a C supplement with zinc, you might get better, but probably because of the zinc, right? So choline helps make and release neurotransmitter acetylcholine, which aids your nerve, your nervous system and your brain activities, plays a role in metabolizing and transporting fats. So many foods, especially milk, eggs, liver, salmon, and peanuts are high in choline. So normally the body will make small amounts of it, but it's not known if it's enough at certain ages. So it's always good to just eat your eggs. Eggs and milk seem to be like the number one and two ways to get these things. Calciferol, vitamin D is called calciferol. Did you guys know that? I did not know that until right this very second. <laughs> it helps maintain normal blood levels of calcium and phosphorus and strengthens your bones. Vitamin D helps to form your teeth and your bones. So not only does it form it, it strengthens them. Supplements can reduce the number of non-spinal fractures. So if you take vitamin D just two or three times a week, never more, never every day, go stand in the sun 10 minutes a day. That's all you need, you know, and when it's dreary out every few days, take one. Don't take it every day. So fortified milk or margarine, God, don't eat margarine, yuck. Um, <laughs> Fortified, you know, actually fortified butter. You can get butter with vitamin D, I think. Um, especially if it's um, organic and the cows eat like clover or something that has a lot of vitamin D in it. But fortified cereals and fatty fish have vitamin D in it. I would just say, you know what, vitamin D milk. Why not? 
right? Most people do not get enough of this nutrient. While the body uses sunlight to make vitamin D, it cannot make enough if you live in the northern climates or you don't spend a lot of time in the sun. If you're a mushroom person, probably that's not good, right? <laughs> Alpha tosopherol, vitamin E. Now, if you get a supplement that says you're taking D alpha tosopherol, that's fine. If it says DL tosopherol, your body will never absorb it. And even though you're taking technically vitamin E, you're never going to have enough in your system. So you have to make sure that your supplements, if you supplement with this, is D alpha without the L in the middle. All right, I'm going to take a quick break and because I'm running out of time and this is going to be kind of a longer episode today because it's a lot more to go through. All right, I'll be right back right after this. Okay, vitamin E, alpha-tosopherol, acts as an antioxidant, neutralizing unstable molecules that can damage your, your cells. It protects vitamin A and certain lipids from damage. Diets rich in vitamin E may also help prevent Alzheimer's disease. A wide variety of foods contain vitamin E, including vegetable oils, salad dressings, and margarines made from vegetable oils <sighs> don't even deal with soy and margarine okay <laughs> um wheat germ wheat germ is so good oh my god wheat germ is really good for you i mean unless you're allergic to wheat right or have celiac disease but wheat germ is really good on yogurt i've eaten it in oatmeal um i've put it on top of salads um i used to eat wheat germ all the time you can actually use it mix it with um, almond flour to coat chicken to make it like almost like fried chicken not really don't fry it but just for like a breading you know it's it works good also on eggplant why not you know wheat germ mixed with almond flour put that on your eggplant if you're a vegetarian you fry that up it'd be good you know wheat germ is really good for you leafy green vegetables whole nuts and whole nuts <laughs> whole grains and nuts not whole nuts and grains Oh my God. You know what? Speaking of nuts, <laughs> I think that Donald Trump has gone off his rocker and he is both almonds and walnuts. You know what that means? He's two nuts. Two nuts. T-W-O-T-O-O. Ah, my bad groaner joke I, I, I created earlier when I found out he wants to make a border wall that's actually a moat filled with alligators and snakes. And other reptiles that are vicious. <laughs> He's really, really losing it. Okay. Probably doesn't have enough of these vitamins. Are there vitamins in a McDonald's diet? Hmm. <laughs> Things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> Vitamin E does not prevent wrinkles, according to Harvard, or slow other aging processes. No, if you have wrinkles, you have to be hydrated from the inside and the outside, and you've got to use a lot of coconut oil. And if you have a lot of wrinkles, you need to, once a month, cover your face in... Oh, hello. It's um, 
oh god that oil um castor oil god it took me it took me a minute castor see i'm, I'm missing one of the ones from memory okay <laughs> vitamin b supplement coming right up uh castor oil cover your castor oil cover your face in castor oil once a month like really thick amount of castor oil put a towel on your pillow because it's really nasty to get out can't get it out of your sheets very easily just use an old towel that's clean and you know but that will reduce your your old looks by like 10 years overnight and then you supplement that every single day with cocoa butter and or coconut oil you can alternate those and that's why I don't I don't look any older than I did when I was 38 and I'm 50 in fact most people think I'm in my 20s still they say oh, 28 29 the other day someone said I look like I'm 21 I, I thought that was a stretch he was probably flirting with me I don't I don't buy that one but 29 I'll take <laughs> even 35 at this point but hey so um, folic acid vitamin B9 folate folicin vital for new cell creation helps prevent brain and spine birth defects when you take it early in pregnancy should be taken regularly by all women of childbearing age because sometimes the woman might not even know they're pregnant in the first few weeks it can lower levels of homocysteine and therefore reduce heart disease risk may reduce risk for colon cancer offsets breast milk or, or I'm sorry offsets breast cancer risk among the women who consume alcohol folate folic acid is so good for you you can find it in fortified grains and cereals asparagus okra oh hey there's a nice southern vegetable for you it's really only good in Indian food though I'm just gonna be honest I'm not a big fan of okra except in Indian food and then you can't really taste it so hey <laughs> it's a really pretty vegetable it's gorgeous but it's weird this flavor is weird <laughs> anyway uh, folic acid is found in asparagus okra spinach turnip greens again those collard greens baby <laughs> making them up in Hollis Queens right okay <laughs> but broccoli legumes like black-eyed peas and chickpeas orange juice and tomato juice that's where you're gonna find your folic acid many people don't get enough folic acid occasionally um, a folic acid will mask a b12 deficiency which will lead to severe neurological complications so that's not a reason to avoid folic acid just make sure you get enough b12 also all right um last but not least <laughs> vitamin k now this is a fun one to say also known as philoquinone menadione that just sounds like the best drug ever <laughs> what the fuck i've never heard of that phil phy philoquinone menadione menadione Monadion. I've never heard of that. Vitamin K. We'll just say K. Vitamin K. No one ever hears of this, right? I, I heard about it um, years ago. This lady that I met, she's a little off a rocker, but she told me that 
her daughter is really, really bipolar and will never admit that she's bipolar because she thinks she's fine, but she's really crazy. And this woman was scared to death that she had it. So she went and got tested and they told her that she did not have it. But the thing that prevents it is vitamin K. So if you are suffering from bipolar, you know, basically that used to be called uh, manic depressive disorder, where you have times where you're super depressed and can't get out of bed and can't stop sleeping. And then you have times where you're super manic and super up and yay, everything's great. And, you know, it's like you, you either love life or you want to kill yourself. And it goes back and forth, right? But there's more to the bipolar disorder, the personality disorder. It's really, really crazy. Like people with it are just, they're really mean. They'll be really nice one day and you draw you in and they're mean the next day. And it's a very similar to narcissism. So for a while I thought my ex had bipolar disorder and it took me a while to realize he actually just was a narcissist. But um, the bipolar disorder, if you take vitamin K, you're going to be fine. That's it. Boom. So everyone should take this anyway, right? So vitamin K activates proteins and calcium essential to clotting your blood. And it might actually prevent hip fractures. So that's good to know. <laughs> um, where do you find vitamin K? Cabbage, liver, eggs, milk, spinach, broccoli, sprouts, kale, collards, and other green vegetables, again with the collard greens. Now, it says as a note, intestinal bacteria make a form of vitamin K that does account for half of your requirements. Now, remember, if you are having an overgrowth of yeast or you have leaky gut syndrome, you might not be getting enough vitamin K also. So make sure you have a lot of the acidophilus. Go get the full spectrum supplement, not just one of them, just all of them. Yogurt, eat a lot of yogurt, right? Anyway, so, because um, that will also help this. So, if you take an anti-coagulant, keep your vitamin K intake consistent. All right, well, there it is. That is our list of vitamins. Now, I'm going to try to do a similar thing next week with minerals. Because a lot of people have a lot of things wrong, and they don't know that it's just a vitamin or mineral deficiency and it's totally crazy you don't want it to get out of control and then suddenly you're like damn I'm like blind or whatever you know what I mean <laughs> you don't want to have a nervous disorder that leads to worse and worse nervous disorders and when you have a deficiency in one thing it eventually you get deficiencies in other things might as well just eat healthy and be good to yourself and it also also help us with the ascension stuff too, because you really, really, really need to just be as healthy as you possibly can. We are all in the midst of becoming superhumans, okay? And while we're in the midst of this, it's very important to know that you know you're healthy. You're doing everything you can to stay alive and healthy and mentally clear for yourself, your spouse, if you're married, your partner, 
your boyfriend, girlfriend, or your future love if you're single like me, your twin flame, <laughs> if you're waiting for your twin, you have to understand that staying healthy affects all the people around you. And if you're unhealthy, that affects the people around you. So make a commitment today to be good to yourself. And if you have to go back and re-listen to my whole episode and take notes or just start, you know, basically just take a full spectrum vitamin C, full spectrum vitamin B, stand in the sun 10 minutes. You know, it's pretty much all you need. It's pretty much all there is in vitamin K, you know. Just make sure, though, I mean, spinach, kale, collard greens, you know. Collard greens are really good. Like, I never thought I'd like them, and I started eating them when I was in Detroit, and now I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I found out, this is so weird, I, I used to take my kids to counseling at the children's hospital because there's, like, a secondary building there. And they, I found out when they had collard greens in the um, cafeteria and I would take my kids and we would just, we would eat there for our dinner. So we'd have like our afternoon appointment, go across the street, eat there for our dinner. And that was like our treat. I know it sounds weird, but I mean, Detroit does it right. Even in the, ho- the hospital food was excellent. Very weird, right? It doesn't make sense, but hey, Detroit's a different kind of place. I love it. Love, love, love the 313, but I mean, lots of art, lots of music. I mean, not the killing fields that the media would have you believe. (laughs) I mean, it it used to go on a lot more and this year only like three people have been killed. One by a pack of dogs, not, you know, and then two people were killed by like guns. So it used to be like two people every hour or something. It was like ridiculous, but it's, it's actually an up-and-coming city again, and I'm glad. Glad that I lived there for a while. I still own my house over there. But the collard greens there, oh, my God. I wish I had the recipes of some of the people's food that I ate. Oh, my goodness. But um, anyway, yeah, just, just try to do the best you can possibly do for yourself. You're going to start sleeping better at night. You're going to have more energy. You're going to look better. I mean, if your collagen is being formed by the food you eat, your face is going to look young and beautiful and your, and your skin's going to have elasticity and you're going to feel good about yourself because I know when I've gone through bouts of illness and I started to look older, it just like dropped all of my self-confidence and self-esteem into the damn ground. I just felt like, dude, like this is the end of my life and no one's ever going to love me again, like romantically. Like I just like be so down to myself, you know, but then I got healthy again and started eating better and then I started looking good again. And it's like, Oh yeah. All right. That's cool. You know, it's, it's all everything that can go wrong in your body usually is due to diet. So I would say limit your carbs, limit the white bread or even bread. Just don't eat your bread anymore. You can make your own bread out of almond flour or all kinds of, there's all kinds of amazing ways that you can just look up keto breads. Some of the most amazing recipes ever, but, um, do what's right for you because especially if you have children, someday you can have grandchildren. And when 
your grandchildren are five and six years old, are you going to be in a nursing home or would your decision to be like taking them on cruises or running around looking for Easter eggs together or, you know what I mean? Flying kites together. Like for me, I hope that I'm super active as a senior. When I have my little grandkids around, I want to go everywhere with them, take them around the world, do everything with them. You know, I don't want to be sitting in a nursing home. I mean, I told my kids, if I ever get so bad as put me in a nursing home, just take me out in the old pasture and shoot me because I, that's not the life I want to lead. You know, my mom chose to go into a nursing home with my grandma when my grandma was sick and she made her doctor sign a note saying that she needed it. And he said he wasn't going to, and she like flung herself into like a chair and bruised herself and fell down and got bruises all over her body. And she's like, Oh, I'm falling a lot. And so he's like, okay, fine. He put her in the nursing home so she could keep an eye on my grandma. And she never left. And she like lived there for like 10 years. And it's like, you know, I had told her about nutrition for years and years and years and she ignored me. And that's how she ended her life. She died in a nursing home. And it was really sad. I mean, she was never there for my kids the way I wished she could have been, you know, and I don't resent her. I'm not angry. It's just, it was her decision, right? Her body, her life, her decision. And it was very sad. You know, I was just like, and she did eat vegetables, but she cooked the hell out of them. I mean, they were like really, really cooked too, too much. She drank way too much milk, which has a lot of sugar in it. She got diabetes, you know, but she was interested in learning, but then she just couldn't really retain the information. And I would hate for that to happen to any one of you, especially, you know, if you're young still, you develop these habits. Now you are going to be the kick assiest 80 year old on your block. You know, if you're like in your twenties or thirties right now, when, by the time you're 90, if you implement all of the, um, information I've given you guys over the last few months to, you know, from meditating, spiritual stuff, um, eating right, exercising right in the right way. If you do everything in the right way, you're going to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. And I think that's kind of rather the goal for everybody, right? To live a really high quality, good life and be good examples for your children, your future children, your future grandchildren, you know, just be a quiet inspiration for everybody around you. If you go around telling people what to do. They're going to resent the hell out of you, <laughs> but just be a quiet inspiration. Don't tell people what you're doing. Let them come to you and ask, you know, be that example, that shining example. And when people ask, like I have had people ask me, Hey, how, how are you so young? You're so beautiful. Like, why aren't you married? It's like, uh, oh, I spent 20 years in long-term relationships. I, you know, I'm taking a break. <laughs> I, I do want to marry again, but right now, no. And they're like, oh, wow. Well, how could you have, you know, you only look like you're 29. How could you have done that? It's like, cause I'm 50, actually 51. People don't believe it when they see me in person. So thank you God for that. But it's, I take care of myself. 
you know, I spend five or 10 minutes a day in the sun, not three hours, you know, I don't let my face get damaged by the sun and I don't, you know, I have gone through my bouts where I eat nothing but junk food and I know you all have too. And you know, sure. Doritos are good. (laughs) Snicker bars are good. And oh my God, red licorice. Don't even get me started on the red, red licorice. I'm actually going to look it and I'm going to start making red licorice here. And if I can make it good enough, I already have a shelf at a place called Mike's Meats. He, and he sells others like specialty. It's like, he's like a super, super high hoity toity, high quality Trader Joe's. It's like, it's like what Trader Joe's aspires to is his shop. It's like freaking amazing. $8 a pound for bacon though. It's like super expensive, but really worth it high quality everything so he's like I got a shelf for your red licorice when you learn how to make it I'm like oh I cannot wait (laughs) I have to I have to start with the cherry extract because they don't even have they don't even have flavorful extracts here they smell good and you taste them and there's literally no flavor to the extracts and I'm like oh my god I need to go back to the US and get a bunch of extracts but I know how to make them and they're, I might tell you guys how someday, but I got to make cherry and strawberry extract and start making my licorice. A <laughs> uh, hint of, it involves vodka. <laughs> but anyway, I hope that this nutritional advice has been helpful to you and maybe it has solved a couple of mysteries for you as I've gone through each individual vitamin, what's good for and the deficiency. And also if you have too much, because you know, sometimes we err in one way or the other, like not enough or maybe too much. And anyway, I hope that this information has cleared up some information for you and you are able to not only help yourself, but also your friends and family and neighbors and acquaintances as well. You know, it's like we're all here on the planet together. We're all going through the ascension together. And, you know, we're all, it's it's important. It's imperative that we're really here for each other. So this is a really simple way that you can be there for others. You know, oh, mom, I, I saw you were having this problem. Here's a ball of, you know, bioflavonoids, you know, the full spectrum vitamin C, or here are your B vitamins, you know, B vitamin complex will give you more energy. You won't shake as much like Parkinson's disease. I mean, I wonder if it's not a vitamin B deficiency, you know what I mean? It's probably also related to mineral deficiencies. So we're going to go over minerals next week. I just felt this was super, super important. Everyone needs to know this stuff. And if you haven't taken nutrition class or, you know, (laughs) maybe you didn't know. And maybe this was a refresher course for those of you that have. It was a refresher course for me, so I'm glad. Anyway, thank you for being on this Ascension journey for me. And thank you for your kind words and letters that you've sent to me through Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and my email. I really, really appreciate it. Um, my Twitter and my Instagram is at mermaidgirl888. Oh, and by the way, I did just post some really awesome sky photos 
on Instagram if you haven't seen them yet. More cloud porn for you. <laughs> the beautiful, beautiful, amazing clouds that are Ecuador. <laughs> um, please send in your ghost stories for upcoming Halloween episode, your Santa Claus stories. And I got a weird thing. I got to tell you about that. Today, I was standing in the sun, getting my vitamin D in front of my building. When I looked up to the secondary building that looks like this building, but it's kind of up a long skinny road and behind where I live. And it's supposed to be, you know, building one and building two of the same complex. Well, now the second complex used to be called Magnolia's. Now it's called St. Nicholas. St. Nick. I've been talking about Santa Claus now for like a month asking you guys to send in your miraculous Christmas stories or or any story about St. Nick because we will do that on Christmas Eve while we're waiting for him to fly around the world and give us all toys <laughs> or whatever. Um, but the building up the road was just called St. San Nicholas in the last month because it wasn't like that a month ago. Either it's a Mandela effect and I hopped a timeline or I mean, that's kind of a miracle in and of itself. I could not believe it's called St. Nick. Really cool, right? All right. So send in your St. Nicholas stories, supernatural happenings surrounding Hanukkah, Diwali or Christmas or your holiday. Maybe you have a holiday I don't even know about that happens in November, December. Um, I want to hear it. I want to know all about it. And I know the rest of the world does too. So share it with the world. Don't be stingy with your cool stories. <laughs> okay. Um, I love each and every one of you. I wanted to say thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing me with your Facebook groups. You know, if, you, if you're a member of groups with millions of people, please share my show with them. Let people know. Spread the word through your mailing lists and any other method you have. I need to get the word out because I need to make a living supporting myself with my podcast. Anyway, thank you so much. Um, that's all I can say about that for tonight. I'll be back tomorrow. We're still reading the book on clairvoyance and the occult. So <laughs> by Swami Panchadasi, that is tomorrow night's show. I can't wait to get into that text because Oh my God, it is so interesting. I hope you guys agree. And every week is going to be a completely different topic, but related to clairvoyance and telepathy and how. It's a how-to student instruction manual. It's 100 years old. <laughs> so if you haven't been listening to those, go ahead and start because you're not going to want to miss these. All right. That's it. That's all I can say about that. Again, <laughs> I'm signing off with peace and joy and the high vibes of the Holy Fifth Dimension. Until next time, guys. Peace. Metaphysical Soul Speak is run on sponsors and listener support. This means listeners like you. 
If you are so inclined to support my efforts and my little podcast, please visit me at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical and pledge an amount of your choosing today. Thank you.